welcome to the 58th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor uh, here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. Note the change in reflection. Uh, and I am joined tonight, as in every podcast night, uh, by my uh, co-hosts, uh, well, we have lots of folks here tonight. Alex Lane and Nicole Marie, uh, Alicia Carabinas, and Sarah Nixon. We've got a whole party going on. All right. Uh, so uh, we will start tonight uh, in the same way that we start every podcast night with the fun stuff. What you're playing, what you're reading, and most importantly, what you're drinking. And we got to introduce ourselves first. Thanks yes. See, you yeah. threw me, you made me, see, you made me change up and I just threw myself off. Wait, what? What? Because you talked about me last time. Ladies, would you like to introduce yourselves? How about we start uh, from newest to oldest? Uh, now would be Sarah because she's never been on before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, hi, I'm Sarah. I will be a senior this year at Purdue University. Baby. Yay! She is a baby. Yeah, I am. I always am. So, why are you on this podcast, Sarah? Who are you? What are you interested in? Um, I really, my passion would be to uh, be a narrative designer for video games or some sort of writing. Um, I I've always really loved writing, and I'm in the creative writing and professional writing program at Purdue. And I interned what, with Miss Sam. I heard there's so. really good uh, teachers in that program. I don't know oh yeah, that. very good. Okay, that's nice. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really do just want to get um, into the field, and that would be like my ultimate dream. So. Hooray! All right, Alicia. Hello, I am Alicia Carabinas. I am a student in the Masters of Fine Arts program at Purdue University in creative writing. I hang out with these ladies because I teach professional writing, and also I like the video games. The video games. Nicole, that makes you next. next. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that I'm the only non-Purdue, like like currently Purdue person here. That's so, okay. I won't be pretty pretty soon. That's true. Oh, you can join my club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only have a year left too. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, so I'm the resident banker slash mortgage lender slash construction <laughs> loan administrator. Podcast, <laughs> get one. And I like video games. And what do I say? Speaking critically about video games and pushing mm. my my gender crusade. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a gender crusade. Mm-mm. I know, it's the best. I just don't have enough of those. There's no better crusade in the world, that's true. None. <laughs> well, I don't know who goes next year, Sam, because you and I started at the same time. Well, I already did myself, so that's you. Dang it! Why do you always win? <laughs> um, <laughs> my name is uh, Alex Lane. I'm a PhD candidate at Purdue, and... Um, uh, to studying video games and the video game industry and corporate documentation about video games and such. Um, and I'm going to be looking for a job this year, so what's up? Good luck. Hire me. I come cheap. 
<laughs> What's up? Hire me. Self plug. That's right. I that's I have no shame. I'm fine with that. That's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. So now that we're shameless. Now that we're yeah. shameless. That's established. That's good. We will go with uh, what you're playing and mm-hmm. start with Sarah. Sarah, what you playing? Um, well, I finished Remember Me the other week. Um, <laughs> and Animal Crossing really consumes my soul right now. Uh, I'm I'm back at work. I was on vacation week last week, but I'm back at work now, so I don't have as much time to, to play it anymore. But uh, before, I would play pretty much like from sunup to sunset, or even past sunset, I guess. But then it would be like I'd get up too early to play it, so then none of my villagers would even be out, and none of the shops would even be open. So then there was like awkward, just me kind of standing around. But I would still be on it, so it was like the whole day, pretty much. <laughs> What's wrong it with happens. that? happens. Nope, nothing wrong with that. No, that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> Games suck your soul. Mm-hmm. Soul-sucking games. Those sort of games are always the most addicting, too. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. I swore off that shit a long time ago. More power to all y'all. <sighs> Whatever. If it <laughs> feels like a job, I'm out. It's not a job. Doesn't feel like a job. <laughs> it's video games. It's not a job. That's a pretty ridiculous <laughs> line to draw. Play is always going to be work. And works always so that's true. Play. That's true. I mean, this is, you know, I've, I spent a ridiculous amount of hours running across the city in state of decay with a rucksack on my back. So, and that's a whole uh, lot harder than me catching bugs. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just saying. I don't know. There's just, there's just something about, about some things, some game styles that do feel more like you have to do these certain tasks at certain times to me that isn't as much fun. I would have to agree with that for sure. Task-oriented games are not my deal, but that is Alex Lane's shit. I was going to say, like, jam. that is my jam. <laughs> That's my jam. Hands down. Well, luckily, there's a wide variety of games available, so we can all be satisfied. Indeed. Oh, how fantastic. <laughs> oh, we just had a moment. We just had a moment. Just because we're gone. I know, it was like this chirotic, like, yeah. oh my god. I'm talking to y'all. Y'all just made me put the wrong rug on the wrong floor. Are you playing Animal Crossing while we're recording? No. Of course course she is. That's okay, I'm playing WoW with you. I can't seem to get any nice house stuff. Like, it never stocks in my store, so I just keep waiting, and my house is, like, awkwardly bare. I keep adding rooms, but then I have nothing to put in my room because I haven't found anything nice yet. Mm. That's what the the HHA display area is for. I haven't passed anybody cool. Sets of stuff, like three plants and three rugs and fuck. And I mean, go there goes the swearing already. And <laughs> items like that. You get more points if you do uh, like feng shui style, I guess. Certain colors in certain areas in the room, yeah, but that just seems really difficult. Gold and yellow against the west. Yeah, that shit. Dumb. Wow, I can't even get feng shui in my real life, let alone in an Animal Crossing world. Don't blame us for your inadequacies. Who says that that's I'm not real? Okay. <laughs> this is clearly I'm very just some people. I am lucky I walk out of the, my my house with matching clothing on in the morning. Like, I just... I know, pants I are kind of a big deal for me. Don't care about that. I mean, pants, I'll wear them, but it doesn't mean they match the shirt I put on. Now that we've sufficiently gone off track... Off of track, totally and completely. At hand. Alicia Carabine is what you're playing. 
What am I not playing? Uh, well, I didn't play much Remember Me. I meant to, but I after about five seconds of watching like the really realistic ass physics while nothing else moved on Homegirl's body, I was like, I don't really feel like this right now. She I'm put did it down have and I never one jiggly ass, didn't she? Oh, yes, but you know, if I, then I checked like the muscles on her arms and like there was no movement whatsoever. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't do this right now. I'm not in this headspace. So I put it down. I keep meaning to go back to it. But instead, I played the Walking Dead DLC. Don't hate on the jiggly ass, why don't you? I played, um, we had family here this week, and my son got introduced to Dumb Ways to Die. So exciting. Yeah, he's been singing the song constantly, so we had to play some. And we, we all got really competitive and, and ridiculous about it. Uh, I played a little Leighton Brothers Mystery Room, which I hope we talk about because it made me really angry. Because of you ladies, I played Candy Crush. And thank you, by the way, for ruining my life. Yep, you're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still haven't caught the sickness of Candy Crush yet. My brother, like, urged me to play, it. but don't, I didn't don't start. start don't start it. Don't start it. Mm-mm. Don't start it. Uh, I played State of Decay, of course, because that's my jam. And a little random rock band, a little Connect Sports with the kid. Uh, we got Wide Sky on the iPad, but we haven't tried it yet. I'm hoping to do that this week. It, it's very tempting, but I haven't had a chance. And I guess that's about it. It's exciting. Fun. Woo! <laughs> Am I next on this list? I didn't yeah. Look. All right. Here I go. Okay, so in the spirit of this podcast, I uh, picked up Remember Me for the PlayStation because, okay, so if you listen to the podcast, you know that I uh, don't have a PlayStation, but my boyfriend does, and so I borrowed it from him, and we only see each other every other weekend. So I was like, oh, good, I have two weeks with it. I want to sit down and play, like, awesome PlayStation 3 games. So I picked up Remember Me for the podcast and played a pretty solid chunk of it, but I didn't end up finishing it. But we'll talk more about that later. I picked up The Last of Us, and I played all through that and finished that, and I have to say I liked it. But I think we're talking about that later, too, aren't we? Uh, probably not tonight. Okay, well, okay. I don't think enough of us played it. Played What's it? our okay. issue, anyway? We were supposed to be talking about Remember Me. Hello? Right, so what's our issue, then? Well, well, when we get there, we'll get there. Okay, yeah, we'll talk on. about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we're not well, talking about it, I'm wondering what's our don't issue. Don't scoop us before we get to our <laughs> issue. No, we'll be All able right. to... Come on. <laughs> um, See, this is what so... happens when you're on vacation and you don't pay attention to what everybody else is saying. Yeah, there you go. You and your RV... I'm just kidding. Well, I'm sorry I've been giving you enough time to uh, make something up. So I'll keep it quiet. Don't hate on Alex. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Welcome. I got your back. (laughs) You're the one. (laughs) (laughs) So um, then I play. Okay, so I played The Last of Us. It's really good. Maybe someday we'll talk about it. But yeah, go play it. Um. Of course, I'm still stuck, and I wrote down Candy Goddamn Crush, because Candy Goddamn Crush. Um, yeah. I Suck hate all soul. y'all. 
<laughs> and then I'm still playing Clash of Clans on iOS, which if you've checked that out, it's like a miniature version of, um, uh, oh my god, what's the PC Empire game? Age of Empires? Yes, holy crap, I could not remember that. It's like, like a really, <laughs> it's a dumbed down Age of Empires for iOS. It's a ton of fun. Um, I have dragons now, so it got super exciting. And then also, in the spirit of having the PlayStation 3 for two weeks, um, I bought Twisted Metal right before my PlayStation, my personal PlayStation crapped out on me, and I never got to play it. So since I've had it, I finally picked it up and threw it in, and I've been playing it. And I cannot believe that I played this series as a child and came out okay. Surprisingly, questionable games don't seem to have a lot of impact on the children. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I did too. I played it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I played I played a lot of Twisted Metal and Mortal Kombat when I was little. Oh yeah. But I I don't know if my brain just did, couldn't understand like the level of Oh no, I was fully aware I was ripping out spines and thought it was See, great. Well, yeah, definitely. But like the the clown in Twisted Metal Sweet Tooth, he like killed his whole family and went crazy. Yeah. Like his backstory is pretty dark it's hard like, man yeah but i maybe my my little brain just couldn't comprehend those things so well, i don't know what were that, you we, i mean for twisted metal i had to be that was playstation 2 yeah little 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 me and sweet tooth was my favorite character sweet tooth and axel were both my favorites Nice. Not for any solid reason, but because, you know, his his truck had a ice cream in it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and that, of yep. course, he was okay. It was an ice cream truck. Yeah, it was an ice cream truck. What's wrong with that, Mom? I don't know. Beware of clowns driving ice cream trucks is what I say. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, I played a little bit this week, but not, not nearly as much as you three. So, that's what oh. I played. Yay. I just have a long list. I didn't play that much. I mean, you know, I have a five-year-old and a two-month-old, and I'm teaching. There's only so much time you have in there, which is why there's a lot of iOS games on my list, because I'm like, what can I play one-handed? Yeah. <laughs> that seems, that's just as much playing as anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm definitely down to, like, what can I one-thumb is my criteria. Oh, yeah. For, uh, for nice. playing. Alex, Lane, what you playing? Um, I am, let's see, I've been playing, um, a bunch of stuff, I don't know, I wrote a post about it this week, so people might already know, but I've been playing, like, four or five solid hours of those types of games where you just have to kind of plug in, like the Animal Crossings, where you have to do, like, so much stuff every single day, um, so I've been doing a lot of Animal Crossing, wow, and then my two, uh, Facebook games that I'm playing right now, Gourmet Ranch and Plants vs. Zombie Adventures, and then Tribes, which is my iOS game. Um, and then I played a couple new games. Uh, 10 Million was my new game. That was my uh, indie game of the week, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And then um, Grepolis. Has anybody seen the advertisements for Grepolis? I know. Uh, what the hell is it? No. You have, um, it's a... Uh, it's at grepolis.tv if you want to check it out. G-R-E-P-O-L-I-S dot TV. Um, it's like a... It's been around for a while, but it just it just went free-to-play. 
Um, and it, I can't remember um, the game that reminds me of it. And we all played it um, like two years ago. But it's like a browser game where you make sort of a world and you build lumber yards and rock quarries and stuff like that and build up sort of an empire and then you attack other empires near you. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's like a like a free civilization that's not quite as good. I was really, really excited about it when I saw the commercial. Nicole, you said you saw the commercial? Yeah. It looked it's amazing. Really cool. Yeah, it does look amazing. Well, that's um, only because you're a Civ junkie. <laughs> yes, fair enough. That is awesome. Yeah. I will I will fight you. We should <laughs> fight each other. No, no, not you and I. Oh. I will fight Sam. Thank you. <laughs> I have your back. I know. Uh-huh. I have a friend now. I never I don't know what to do. Uh, this is we new to me. Oh. <laughs> I have uh, a friend now. I know. So did we'll, you ever play Caesar? You, would, you can back be my tank, day? like my wow tank against Sam. I will. I will. Uh, oh. did you ever play Caesar back in the day? Um I played my brother played Caesar, so I like Watched him play when I when I open this web page, it makes me think of Caesar, Caesar, and I get like this instant like Nostalgia. almost teary feeling. Yeah. I'm like I want it to be really good. It's um, it's okay. I will say it's it's not it's not that great. It assumes a pretty high level of knowledge of this type of game specifically to play. So I've played a bunch of these types of games. See, I don't want to play. I wish I could remember the name. I should have looked it up ahead of time. I'm sorry. Um, I'll look it up when someone else is talking. But there's a couple of games that it's really um, based off of. And it's basically sort of like a clone. Um, and it's just okay. And I, I thought it was going to be incredible when I started playing. But if anybody else has seen the commercials for it, um, give it a shot. It's free, so why not? But uh, don't get too excited about it. Because it looks a lot better than it actually than the gameplay actually is. It's kind of dumb. Um, kind of like King's Crusade. Did anybody play that? Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, wait, no, I played a little bit of that. I didn't like it very much. Yeah, that's the same. It's exactly the same feeling. Like, I was like, yeah, another Civ. It's going to be great. But it's not that It was the interface on that, though, that I didn't really see. It's the interface on this, too. The interface. Really? Oh, I'm going to close that tab right now, because that's all I need to know. (laughs) Sorry, new friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I trust you, because we're bros. Well, I was getting to it. I was getting to it. Lady bros. I have a character in my village who calls people lady bro. Yeah, I have one too. Really? Also, did, did anybody else's turtles sexually harass them while they were crossing the river? Yeah, oh, the turtles Kevin. They're like, don't be yeah. careful about your womanly wiles there. Did let me just write this down as another reason not to play animal. <laughs> it was really bizarre. It happened twice. Or like, like when you careful. get when you get off the ship, he says like, "Is it just me, or did you get like cuter on the way over?" Oh, or something? And I was yeah. like, "Listen, <laughs> man, turtle, like, get off me." And this is for little kids. And then, yeah, and then the other one is don't use your womenly wiles to trick people or something. It's really weird. Why the heck would you not do that? <laughs> Isn't think, that what those that are for? That's the reaction I had, but fair question. <laughs> um, oh, and I, I also got um, kind of drunk and played a bunch of uh, Rock Band 3 I for like thousand days. It was awesome, actually. And then I hit myself in the head with the guitar and I thought I gave myself a concussion, which I didn't. Well, I'm glad you don't have a concussion, but I want to come out in favor of playing random Rock Band 3, especially Drunken Rock Band 3. It's kind of fun, kind right? Of the greatest, like, yes. Yeah, I do that all the time, and then I got pregnant, and, mm. you know, I couldn't really do it anymore. I was going to say about when you it. Play a lot of, clearly, what happens when you play a lot of Drunken <laughs> Rock Band drunk, you get pregnant. <laughs> Just yes, ladies, let that be a warning to you. That's a good lesson. <laughs> 
But yeah. Awesome. That's it. Good stuff. Is it my turn? I guess. Oh my god, of course my kid would start hollering for me as soon as it's my turn. I hear her. I hear her. Yeah, hold on a second. Somebody else talk. Okay, we can talk. <laughs> yeah, chat amongst yourselves. So What's well, your favorite drunk game to play? That's what I want to know. Okay. Mario Party is pretty fun. Mm. Left 4 Dead 2. Ooh, Left 4 Dead 2. See, the, I would get too intense with Left 4 Dead 2. I think. As drinking. We... Like, we do I don't even lot. know. Yeah, do you together? really? Yeah, we'll play it. Well, we don't right now because I'm nursing a child. But we'll we'll just get ourselves a nice fresh bottle of whiskey, sit down to play epic amounts of Left 4 Dead 2 together. Uh, we'll play versus together. We'll play, you know, co-op. It doesn't matter. We set different criteria. And as we get drunker, they get more ridiculous and impossible that require us to do shots. Oh my god, That's that sounds awesome. amazing. That's a good it way is to do it. Fab- <laughs> I want to meet your hub sometime. You should bring it to one of our gaming marathons. Uh, we should make this happen. I am back. Yay! Mm-hmm. Hey. Right on time. Uh, clearly. Um, well, I can say what I played. I did play a little bit of Remember Me, and we'll talk about this definitely. And I I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um... I played some of the Walking Dead DLC. Uh, uh-huh. I have not finished it yet. Um, I, I'm not finished with it, and I'm not. And I can say that at this point, I do not like it as much as I um, liked the rest of the Walking Dead series. It just doesn't give me the same feel, and it nope. may be because I haven't had five episodes to develop the relationship with the characters that I had. Yep. Um, to develop with the characters before, because in case people are forgotten, when we played, when I played The Walking Dead the first time, um, the character that I cared least for until the end of episode four and and most of episode five, the character that I cared least for was myself, Lee. I didn't like Lee at all. (gasps) I did. I didn't like Lee. Um, the character that I cared most for, of course, because, you know, I had a daughter who is just a little bit younger, was Clementine. Um, oh, yeah. And I felt this need to protect her. And I suppose that part of it was I just didn't think that he was doing the job that I would have done to protect my daughter. Yeah, I can see that. And I think that that's probably why I care at least for him as a character. You know, uh, can I? Can yeah. I- I know you don't want to talk about it much because you haven't finished, but I want to say one little thing about the DLC in regard to that. Go ahead. I felt like there are opportunities in the DLC where I really wanted a third choice that didn't happen as often as in the main game. Hmm. I'm like, you know, really there's another option that's real obvious and practical, and I can't believe they didn't code it in here. Because most of the time in the main game I felt like, you know, there were some times when I wanted to do something else or try something else, but usually the options were covered. Here, I did not feel that way. I felt like some of the choices were really forced, and that added to that feeling of not being connected to the game because it felt like I was making, I was taking artificial actions. Oh. See, so now we don't want that, to say anything else. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> oh like, I don't play too much. She's not done, but I don't feel like. Most of what we would discuss with it isn't necessarily spoilery, though, because I think our issues come from the structure 
Because I have the same feelings that you do. It's, it's You don't get enough of a connection. No. You don't have that time to develop with them. I like the idea of these stories. I hope that these people are going to appear later in, you know, the, the next game. I'm hoping that that's what they're doing. Because you but... have these five characters that you have, the five character stories that you play through, right? And there's more characters in those stories. So it's really like, right. you know, ten characters that you right. care about. But I think two or three stories, because I like the way they're interconnected and that they create this timeline. I think that's cool. But cutting that in half, two or three stories would have really given you time. Because there was one of those. I don't know how long it took you, but it only took me like five minutes. And then it was over. And I thought, well, I really don't give any fucks about what just happened there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there was there was I don't know if we're talking about the same one and I don't want to talk about the same one. But there was one that went so fast. I was like, really? Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're not gonna talk about that one yet. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. Again, it just came out, so people haven't had time to play it. Um, I also played Layton Brothers Mystery Room on the, um, iPad, and I was mm-hmm. feeling kind of guilty, right, because I had, uh, just talked my mother, got my mother hooked on, um, Professor Layton, um, and talked her into buying a 3DS, right? which I don't know yet if she played because I've just spent my last five days being hot and miserable and not wanting to talk <laughs> to anybody on the phone. But you know what? I'm not going to dwell on that right now because um, it's cool in my house now and I have a sneaky sneaky. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> that comes later. Uh, but it was horrible. The localization was bad. Um, the voice acting was bad. It was just, I mean, and because the end because the localization and the translation was so bad, the puzzles were bad because it was mm-hmm. hard to understand what the hell people were saying. It wasn't really a, a game in the vein of the other games, which is fine. Not but it wasn't at all. What I it was like a, it was like a, it was like a, a free knockoff that somebody had done kind of as a, as a senior project. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. bad. It's bad. And I was really disappointed, but I was also glad at the same time because I was like, "Damn, I just you know talked my mother into buying a DS to play Professor Layton, and she could have been playing this game for free, and then bought the episodes on her iPad, which she already has." But no, she couldn't have because that sucked. So yeah, yep. well, the first episode or the beginning is free, so download it. It was free, right? I didn't pay for that. Please yeah, it was free. Okay, and then the later episodes cost money. So check it out if you want to. You might like it. I doubt it, but you might. Um, Just don't expect a regular latent game. Because that's not, not what you can get at all. It's more like, almost like a Hidden Chronicles, kind of like, you know, find It's not even that room. good. So, no, it's not. But it's it's like a hybrid of that kind of game and like maybe an Ace Attorney, you know, kind of comes together where you have to, you do a lot of clicking on random stuff in rooms and there's a lot of artificial difficulty where you have to go through and check things like several times when mm-hmm. the answer is real obvious and you don't get that level of quality that you got with the Professor Layton games where you get those really awesome puzzles and brain teasers where you're like, oh, this is really good. And it's pretty, but it's not that hard to just kind of carry on the art style. And that's it, right. Everything and else sucks. Say, that's about the only way that you actually know that it's it's done by the same folks. It's because the art yeah. style. Um, okay. So that, uh, of course, I'm still playing Candy Crush. 
<laughs> I'm always playing Candy Crush. I'm, uh, it's you know, perpetual, yeah. It, it never goes away. Uh, no, it never does. And it, it always amuses me when I see it pop up that somebody new is playing Candy Crush. And I'm like, yep, welcome to the madness. <laughs> and now you're sucked in. Um, I, I don't know if I said this last time, but I'm actually playing XCOM on the iPad now. Um, Ooh, you, you definitely did not that. say that last time. Yeah, I bought XCOM for the iPad, and I am really liking it. Um, oh, it's a good game. It's a good I game. I bet it's a good iPad game, too. It is a very good iPad game, um, mm. because you can just tap where you want, you know. Where yeah, because, like, the movements are very defined. You can only go to X, Y, and Z places, so right. it's not like you have to move your finger super quick to get around. But And it, it makes perfect cool. sense, and I'm really liking it. Um, it makes me happy. Um, and I, it's like I said, it's on the iPad. And since I have an iPad mini, I can, you know, pop it out wherever I am. If I'm like stuck in a line or waiting for something or waiting for someone and play XCOM, it doesn't get much better than that. That's like being able to play a console game while I'm, you know, waiting at the pediatrician's office or something like that. Um, so I'm happy with that. Um, so yeah, definitely if you haven't played XCOM yet, um, for whatever reason on your console and you have an iPad and you need a good commute game, especially it would be a great for a commute. Can you imagine having 20, 30 kind of dedicated minutes to play that on your way to work or your way to school? Yeah, that's one of the good things about the game is you can play it in short little episode bursts. Especially when it's on the iPad. Yeah, so that's I have cool. to close it. Well, um, I might rebuy it. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Um, and then of course Animal Crossing I swear to you I cannot even admit to you how much <laughs> Animal Crossing I have played um, but what else did you play Sam I played other stuff I oh did. but tell us the one game I'm not getting there yet I'm telling you about <laughs> Animal Crossing because <laughs> uh, I've been playing a whole lot of Animal Crossing uh, because not only am I playing for myself but I'm, I'm I'm being pimped out by my daughter. <laughs> it's ugly, you know, because it's like, you know, she's like, you know, mama buy me this and mama buy me that. And she's collecting umbrellas. And she is, has this thing that she eats all her fruit. So she picks the fruit and instead of going to the store and sell it for money, she eats it every single piece. She will pick 40 pieces of fruit and have them all in little baskets of nine and eat every single piece. Okay, so I'm new to Animal Crossing. Oh, There's geez. actually no benefit to eating the fruit, right? None whatsoever. No. <laughs> and if you ask her why, I said, P, why are you eating the fruit? And this was the funniest thing. I almost peed my pants, I swear to you. I said, P, why are you eating the fruit? Go to the store and sell it. She looked at me and she went, my human is hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I wasn't fucking with her no more. And I let her eat the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> like okay eat your fruit I swear it's okay cause I was waiting you for could designate like <laughs> you could designate like your native fruit to her and then encourage her to sell all the other fruits well she has her own game because you, yeah, you uh, yeah. Have her. I bought yeah. her own cause she was digging holes in my yard and uh, <laughs> so the only thing she won't eat is the perfect cherries cause the, her cherries are her native fruit so she won't eat the uh. perfect cherries 
Um, but she will eat everything else. So she'll either sell the perfect cherries or replant them, depending on... How often do you get the perfect fruit? Because I've only had one, and that was before I knew anything about it, and I ate it. You know, it's (laughs) a crapshoot, because she gets perfect cherries all the... Like, every day, she gets... Because she replants her perfect cherries... Uh, most of the time. So she gets a perfect cherry tree like blooming every day. And some days she has multiple perfect cherry trees. I don't know if it's because she misses them some days or whatever. But just like every day she has perfect cherries. Oranges are my native fruit. And I have yet to get a perfect orange. Yeah, I only have had one. And, and that was like the I very beginning of the game. game. Yeah, it was the beginning. And I'd never played before, which is why, like, despite me playing hours every day, I can't ever seem to catch up with anybody. Um, I've been playing I this it, game like, since day. launch. I've been playing this game since launch. Yeah, I got it on launch. And too. playing probably two, three, four, five hours a day since yeah. launch. And I have never gotten a perfect orange. Yikes. Yeah, I got a perfect orange like my second day, and I had no idea what the game was, and I ate it. Now I'm sad. So. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell's going on with that, and I'm not happy. Um, so yeah, Animal Crossing, I play all the fucking time. That's why I didn't finish Remember Me. I'm not even gonna hold you up. That's also why I haven't finished The Walking Dead. Because I'll sit down in my game room and be like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and finish The Walking Dead. And then I'll look and the the, the shiny 3DS XL is sitting next to me. And I'm like, but I'm just gonna <laughs> pick this up for a minute. And three hours <laughs> later when the little red light start blinking... <laughs> See, the the better battery life one is, is what's keeping me from playing other games. If I was still playing on the regular 3DS, my battery would have been dead after 20 minutes and I would have had to put it down. But that's like, that's like what I was really trying to get at with the less of a gamer. Because like, gamers are, games are about enjoyment. If you enjoy playing the same game every day for three hours, or you enjoy playing the same game for two months or three months or whatever... Like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like, you enjoy, like, you're enjoying playing this game Animal Crossing. Or he's enjoying playing Nino Kuni. Like, is that bad that you're not playing 10 new games every week? I think, nope. I, I, I think that attitude is crazy. It's what better ever? for your wallet, too. I mean. <laughs> well, like, so you find a game that you enjoy playing for two months. Like, that's great, I think. Good. Yeah. Especially, like, a game like Animal Crossing or WoW or Sims, they don't end. Yeah. You can play in multiple ways, multiple times, and get new things out of it every single time. Like, I bet P's getting a ton out of it each day she plays and does something different, you know? Yeah, she's learned how to pimp her mama. Well. (laughs) Which is a key life survival skill. That's actually kind of true. (laughs) (laughs) She's learning valuable things. That's what the hell she learning. Um, let's That's see so what fun. else. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. And here we are. Yeah, and here we are. I am playing Nino fucking Cooney again. And I want to <laughs> hurt myself. I am not even playing. How many times is this? This is only the second time, but it we played over a hundred hours the first time. <laughs> That's not even funny, so don't laugh. Yes. <laughs> it's very no, funny. Sorry. No, she's, she's really upset about it. <laughs> we it's like over a laughing in pity. Hours the first time, and we are playing again. Oh my god! And I'm like, really? Can we play anything except Nino Cooney? No. I mean, it's not even like 
she uh, even with the love she has for Animal Crossing. Mm mm. It has it does nothing to the Nino Cooney love. Nothing. Yeah. So which is worse, the Nino Cooney or eating the fruit? After a hundred hours, Nino Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> She she got to eat a whole lot of fruit for it to be worse than Nino Cooney. She's not that much. It's been like what bad. four months that she's been completely obsessed with Nino Cooney. Oh my god! I mean, yes. Since it came out, I mean, it's a long time. Yes, that's devotion. Because I mean, it's that's great. Whatever says you, you bring your ass over here and play <laughs> well, Nino Cooney. Let me let me take that back. When I was a child, my most joyful moments come from doing things like Mario Brothers three over and over and over and over yeah. again while my parents like sought counseling because I thought I was antisocial. Yeah. However, I'm sure it's very stressful for you, but from my perspective, that's my most joyous times in life. So mm-hmm. good for her. Mm-hmm. Maybe game not on. good for you. Little girl game <laughs> on. I'm pretty sure that I could I could draw the map for the original Le- Legend of Zelda freehand. Absolutely. Because I played it so much, yeah, as a kid. <laughs> Whatever. See, but isn't, isn't that she... funny that that's Pokemon for like, for me? Pokemon. Oh was like... God. All right. Are no. you calling Sam old again? She will kick you. No. Off. Hey. No. I didn't say that at all. Yes, she did. Didn't say that at all. You're that's just... what I heard. It's Pokemon for me too. Mm-hmm. See, Sarah. see. Sarah. Now Sarah. you have Sarah to tank for you, mm-hmm. and I have Alicia to tank for me. Uh-huh. My husband is Draw trying aggro. to get my son. Uh-huh. Draw I'm aggro. Like, no, not Sam Pokemon. aggro. <laughs> <laughs> I probably annoyed the crap out of my parents with Pokemon because I I played the bejesus out of that game. I mean, we, me and my brother and my little sister, she was probably too young to really get into it, but she did start playing it. But I mean, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. I feel like we're on the brink of becoming a Pokemon household. And I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. The more you don't want it, the more it's gonna happen. No, I'm just, trying to just keep just my mouth shut. Don't but say anything I, about it. Like just it's gonna happen. Don't acknowledge it, so it won't happen. My mm-hmm. husband's fault. I hate him. <laughs> you absolutely do not. I do not hate him. I hate him a little. <laughs> a little bit's fine. It's normal and healthy. I really like him, but right now I hate him. Fair. What All right. Yeah, we got to get moving. <laughs> all right but this isn't an entire hour just on what are you playing because that's what apparently it has been yeah <laughs> oh no we lost uh we lost sarah did we oh, lose no. Sarah? yeah i'll let her back in fine <laughs> there she is sarah you yeah. back sarah no she's not connected yet well Which, anyway we can keep going we have tons to do all right yes we do with five people we're not going to make it to an with to an issue each week anymore I know. Okay, so folks, what you uh, what you reading? And I can tell you right now, I am reading absolutely nothing. I've been collecting books, but I'm not reading anything. I have something. I have something. Well, hell. I've actually been reading research on violent video games because I was doing research for my post. post. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading a lot of studies that have been done about cooperative gaming mitigating effects of violent video games, which I thought was really interesting. So there's that. Um, you know, what are the God bless heaven. Hmm? What, are the, what are a couple of the cliff notes? 
Well, you know, a lot of the gaming research just in the end is the the results are inconclusive. We're not really sure what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it comes down to a lot of that. But but I've read two two studies so far, and they're both really small sample sets. So I'm hesitant to to really put a lot of of salt on it. You know, but uh, or whatever. That didn't make any sense. Just pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> give a lot of la, la, la. right you know what i meant <laughs> give a lot the of wine salt is, the wine is starting like to take effect uh sarah are you back sarah she's still trying playing games cooperatively kind of neutralizes the negative effects of playing a more violent game if you're playing it by yourself you know like in a vacuum or are playing there it like like straight up negative results you get from playing violent video games that they can say, because uh, you know, I haven't that, seen anything conclusive about that. No, I mean, I just conclusive, but like anything. But in, these in, are more like studies on like immediate aggression, like your aggression while you're playing the game. Well, sure. So like you're playing a karate it's, game, you, and you get, get like really amped. You know, yeah, you're like I'm gonna kick all these guys' asses. But if you're playing cooperatively, like that isn't as as much. I thought that was really fascinating, Sarah. I'm back, sorry. <laughs> Yay, Sarah. But considering that when we play these games with my son, we're playing them with him, I feel like that... Well, that's the only convincing violent argument that I've ever seen, because I was playing super violent video games from when I was super little as well, like you guys, and I don't think it added to my violence like on a long term by any stretch of the imagination. But while you are playing, if you're doing a karate chop, you're like, bah, karate chop, you know? But right. you get the same thing, like, when your kid is in the yard, and whether they actually have, like, real weapons, or they've got a stick, or they're playing with Legos, or they're smashing a toy dinosaur, you still get those moments of, like, raw aggression. It doesn't matter what they're doing, which is yeah, why we also what? played, uh, like, Power Rangers, and we're super right. aggressive with that. Like, oh, look at my whatever kick spiral. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that everything on our kick kids' spiral. Netflix recently watched involved some Remember, sort of kung fu action. Yeah. You know, and it inspires my son to run around the house, like, attempting flying. You know what? Jets. And there was cops versus robbers before that, and there was cowboys versus Indians in the right. 20s, and there, you know, there's been violent games that kids play forever. And yet, for some reason, video games get singled out. It doesn't matter if you're it's letting your kids watch. Technology. I mean, if you look at any cartoon, any kid's show, all of the humor is either based on Pratt Falls, people getting hurt, or people being really mean to each other, like, for someone being stupid. Yeah. So and all there's of that sometimes a lesson at the end, just like sure. there is with games. Especially, too, with a game that fosters any kind of cooperation or any kind of teamwork or any kind of just accomplishment, you know, that comes with a lesson. Mm-hmm. And yet, for some reason, video games are always demonized, though the research does not back up the idea of negative effects. Oh, it's, it's, it hasn't turned us into serial killers. I mean, unless there's something you ladies have Well, no one told. killed anybody before, like, 30 <laughs> years ago, right? I, oh, wait. I oh, ain't yeah. saying nothing. <laughs> it was really after the invention of the black trench coat that we all started just <laughs> killing each other. I would certainly, those types of violence certainly have taken a, a different toll, but um, it doesn't seem, yeah. You ain't saying nothing, Sam? Absolutely not. I, I, I refuse to incriminate myself. <laughs> uh-huh, I, <see. laughs> Fair I can talk about it I have no child and, and Alicia's already put herself out there with her yeah, two, terrible two criticism child. apparently right the terrible parent <laughs> I'm taking for you on that so. All right, thank you yeah 
I got your back. That's because you're my friend. That's right, friend. friend. Lady bros. Lady bros. Oh my god, the lady bros. <laughs> that's horrible. So yeah, so that's I have actually been reading game criticism and not even to make Sam like me more so that she lets me into the program. Yeah. You know, and the, the sad part is is I have been collecting as in buying game criticism, been buying books. And I've filled up my then filled up my iPad. Okay, so for those of you who are like not in the know, my air conditioning has been in and out <laughs> for like ever, you know, and I've had it repaired 40,000 times by the most dishonest, shall we say, heating and cooling company apparently in town. Um, so it's like I have not wanted to do anything. I have not wanted to read or write or do anything because my house is just hot and I'm evil. (laughs) (laughs) Because, and and evil and sick, which is, you know, which is, you know, the two things. Because remember, I don't sweat. So when I get too hot, I'm just ill. Um, So that's, I've not been a happy camper. So I have not done. You should probably look into sweating. You know, I sent my mother a really nasty text message last night about why she didn't give me sweat glands. <laughs> and she just sent me back one and said, is your air conditioning out again? <laughs> like, apparently. She knows to let the rant go. <laughs> right. Just let it happen. And I was like, fine. <laughs> yes, it's broken, mother. <laughs> and I'm I can't angry. sweat. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Anybody else reading? Yeah, did anybody else read anything? I haven't read. I haven't read shit. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I read um, the Lesser yeah. Blessed by Richard Van Camp. You read what? I'm sorry. The The Lesser Blessed. Oh, it wasn't like a anything game related, but it was really interesting. Oh, girl, topic. if we were talking about that, I'd be here all night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking about true. what we read that wasn't game related. I need a whole other show. <laughs> Crazy amounts of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, you know I what? write the fiction. I have to. I can tell you what I did read. I did read something. I started reading the Fables, the Fables uh, graphic novel series. Oh, that's right. I'm so pumped for you. And I also um, picked. I also started reading Chew. And I was, and I told Nicole this. I was like, "Why the hell would you tell me to read that? I was so <laughs> disgusted by that. I had to put it down." It is, it is a it is something that you have to get past like the the complete grossness of it. I mean the whole basis for it is that he eats things and like relives their their lives. So, you know, whether it's a piece of grass or a piece of a person, well, right. The first thing he does in like the in the first fantastic. book, it starts chomping down on a serial killer. I yep, mean, it's it's uh-uh. so good though. Oh, it's so good. If you can get past that, it's a fantastic series. Whatever. Yeah, they can keep that shit. Well, okay, if you're worried about that, why did you borrow The Walking Dead from me? Well, that's different. Those are spoiler, zombies. Spoiler, they're zombies. They eat people. Right, that's, they're zombies. They're not like real people. I mean, there's a difference between zombies and, and straight up cannibalism. Yeah, I, I, I find are... cannibalism a little squeaky. Yeah. Ugh. It's the oh, man. She was good, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, we we left that alone. Um, and so I started reading fables, and then I got uh, the first uh, compendium of uh, Walking Dead from uh, Alicia. So I'm gonna start that. I'm so pumped for that too. 
Yeah, that's sweet. Now that my it's house really is cool again. So good. It's so good. You'll go through the first compendium in like a day. Yeah. Fast. Says, the, says the woman with no children. No. No, it's fast. It's so fast. Here's how it happened when Terry and I got, because we bought the compendium and then like the first six trades after that. At the same time, mm-hmm. we fought. Like we had slap fights over whose turn it was to read. <laughs> And we were still smoking at that time, so we would, like, sneak out and disappear with the compendium, like, on the balcony and read, like, 30 pages really quickly and then come back in, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, mm, I didn't take my turn. (laughs) That was, like, me and Mike and my mom when the first Sims came out. We had to actually make a schedule on my (laughs) fridge for me and Mike and my mom for who got to play Sims. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it was treacherous. after there, there's a, a while where there's kind of a down period, but it's really it's picked back up. I liked the the last trade that just came out a lot. Yeah, oh. I liked it too. It's really good. But I'm I'm really pissed off that we had to sacrifice one of my favorite characters to get here. Yeah, I know. But okay. I mean, that's, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's it's not a spoiler, Sam. It's People not. die. It's The Walking Dead. Yeah, they do. It's like it's like, it's, it's like Game that. of Thrones. Yep. You yeah. cannot enjoy any person because yeah, motherfuckers die. gonna die except yep. now. Yep. Don't get attached. Definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's been an hour and we're just now getting to what you're drinking. Well, you know. Wait, I didn't do reading yet. I was reading some stuff. Oh, you're reading. Like- Read away. Um, okay, so I started reading um, a side of rhetoric and composition that I've never read before because I thought it was kind of bus. Um, that's the BS. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, rhetoric of animals like this whole Ooh. side of rhetoric that I thought was kind of dumb. It started with like Boot in the Dark by George Kennedy. So anyway, I found out from talking with Katie King at um, the conference we were at recently that uh, Donna Haraway's most recent two books are both about um, animals and animal rhetoric and stuff like that. So I ordered them and I read one of them and I'm about halfway through the next one. And holy crap, they're really good. So the first one is a cons- uh, companion Species Manifesto, which I wrote about in my Companion Games Manifesto. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is, like, basically that, but really extended and sort of more in-depth. Um, and what I think is applicable to the games discussion, which I talked a little bit about already in my post, but um, is, like, just the idea of thinking about how we're changed, not just sort of in our perceptions of the world and the perceptions of ourselves by the things we interact with, but literally changed chemically and, um, you know, on like the atomic scale by the interactions we have. And I think that's super fascinating. Like if you play games a lot and maybe it's like kind of a duh thing, but for me it was like really sort of compelling. Like the more games you play, the more virtual worlds you interact with, the more virtual relationships you take on the more you're changed on like almost like a genetic level. Um, and I don't know. I find that really interesting. I don't know. It is interesting. I think it's one of those things where it might be obvious, but you don't really think about it so much. And then when you really do, then you're just like, wow, like this hole was there and I would just totally glossed over it. Exactly. Like obviously the things I do every single day are changing me on an actual bodily chemical level, but you don't really think about it. Like when you're sitting down to play, your fourth hour of Nino Kuni for the sixth month in a row, or whatever. I mean, 
we, we do know that, you know, any kind of repetitive actions that we take, like change the, the pathways in our brain. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really surprise me, but you're right. It's not something I actually thought about. Like when I, when I sit down, I'm like, I'm going to carry this rucksack again instead of decay because that's what I do. But that's not so. always a bad thing though. <laughs> or like that. I'm no. always a healer and I like being a healer. And my friend Patty is always a rogue character. She likes being a rogue. My friend Cindy's always a tank. She likes being a tank. She likes protecting people. Oh, so and we like look at our lives. We have a like, long conversation about that. Yeah, and she's like, she's got a kid, and she's always the mom character, the protector. Patty's always like the sort of like vixeny type person, right? Like, so it just sort of like makes sense. And it's like one come from the other, or do our personalities develop a particular way That's based a on good our question, actions? Because I'm, a, but I'm always a brawler. In and we're uh, yeah. Yep. I'm always because and 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 you know I'm I I I don't have the patience for stealth for the stealthiness of the road. I really don't give a fuck about healing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you are a brawler though. Your personality is brawler. Yeah. <laughs> but you're you're a brawler protector type person. But you're definitely yes. a brawler. Yeah. See, and I've always been in in any kind of cooperative games. I've always been like I run point when I play in team games, or I've been like mm. the group or clan leader or whatever because I am type A to the max. Sure. <laughs> like, I need to wrong with that. everything around no, me to be all in line. For sure. I yeah. I can't be successful in a team if I don't have someone like you on the team. Like, I'm never successful. So yeah, that's really that's funny like how those things reflect and mirror each other but i've had like six thousand different types of characters i can't do anything but heal it's all i care about that's what i did when i played wow but you were a healer yes but it wasn't by choice at first and then i realized i really liked it but prior to that i would get really <laughs> pissed off because every other girl i knew was a healer and i felt like it was a pigeonhole position yeah, like, for sure right, for a girl you have to be the healer i'd be like fuck you no i don't almost stab shit <laughs> it, it really is a pigeonhole position and then if you're not a healer you you open yourself up to a ton of criticism jill morris posts about this a lot she's yeah. a hunter and she like gets criticized constantly for not using like the optimal dps strategy and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and i never get criticized because everyone's because the super support positions no one wants to criticize because if we quit you can't play the game yeah they you know? need you yeah you can do anything you, you can show up half fucking naked if I, you're a decent healer I and do. people are like, we love you. I do. Yeah. I right. do. Right. Right, exactly. Anyway, that's the stuff I've been reading lately. And it's been sort of launching me into this whole sort of meta world about my relationship with gaming and how it's changing me Meta's on a body just... level. Awesome. Really... All right. Okay. Uh, shall we move to what you're drinking? The most important part of the podcast. Okay, I'll let you guys <laughs> guess what I'm drinking. Whiskey. Whiskey. Scotch on ice. Whiskey. It, so guess what am I eating with it? I'll give you guys ten guesses. Sour Patch Kids. I, I am, don't have any Sour Patch Kids, but it's very close. Made by the same company. Well, I have a box. I should give it to you. Oh, thank you. I would. I would like that. What company is Sour Patch Kids? Like I don't know. Is it Swedish Fish. Swedish Fish. Yes. What? <laughs> Oh we had the connection, Alex. We're like soulmates. You got that on the second guess. That you just won second. the million dollar question. I, yeah. I'll just pay you ten dollars out of every paycheck for the rest of my life because I don't yeah. have a million. Dollars. Sold. Done. <laughs> yeah. Holy. Wait. Can we go back? No. I want that. 
<laughs> I can't believe you guys guessed that. I love it. Shit is mine. <laughs> well done. Okay, someone we, else. We went this past week when my husband's family was here to a local winery where we had not been before. Wildcat Creek Winery. Sure. My husband's father likes to drink the wine. He enjoys the wine. Not an occasional bottle of wine, but like all the wine. I like to drink the box of wine, so no one can know. <laughs> well, we went and we did a tasting. It was really funny because we had the baby with us, so we were having to pass her around. But he bought like 10 bottles of wine. And he was like, I'm not really going to take these with me, so they're yours. So we got a bunch of free wine this week, and I'm drinking some now. Why wasn't he going to take honor it? My father-in-law, because he's a down bro, Alex, and he left it with me. Interesting. I like that. I birthed his granddaughter. That's fair. I get wine. That's actually fair. wine. That is a fair trade. I don't know. Your it's goddamn fun. grandchild came out of my <laughs> vagina. Okay. <laughs> I nice. did not talk about my vagina. Every time I'm drunk, like really drunk. I call my mom and I'm like, I can't believe I actually came out of your vagina. <laughs> out of your vagina. She's like, I know, honey. I know. Actually, she told me that story when that we were in there. Vegas. She does the same thing to me, though, now, too. Like, after her tumbler of wine, do you remember? She's like, Alex, you came out of my vagina. How crazy is that? Like, I know. Mom. <laughs> I know. It's kind of our thing, which is a weird thing. That is a weird thing. Funny. But So that's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking... Riesling from At least Wild you have a thing. That's true. That's true. A cool thing. She's cool. That's fantastic. You guys have hung out with her, or at least Sam and Nicole have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's next, or is it my turn? I already Ew, told what I'm drinking. It's summer. I can only drink one thing. And that would, of course, be the Sneaky Sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Which is getting a dedication page. It's actually not about it. The website. I protest <laughs> if we're making this the official drink of the website because I don't want lemon in my tea. Well, you know what? You have to try it before you say that. I will try it. I will try it with an open mind, but I'm telling you. It's not about lemon in your tea. It's about booze in your tea. Which yeah, sounds... there you go. <laughs> also, not that great, to be honest. It's, it's more about boozing your lemonade than it's boozing your tea. Okay. That That's down. true. That is I, true. I do like booze in my lemonade. It doesn't really taste like tea. It tastes more like lemonade than tea. Yeah. Okay, then I'm sold. Sneaky sneakies all around. We will just keep trying to That was very easy you. to convince you. <laughs> I'm easy when it comes to booze. Like, oh, booze? Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean it tastes like lemonade? Great. I'm in. <laughs> sold. Done. Yay. See, she and needs Sarah's the... She needs only the, just old enough to drink, so we have to be really nice to her. She needs the Firefly um, yeah. Lemonade Vodka. Yes. Sarah's that is not really old enough good. to drink? She mm. just I, I turned 21. Oh, She's newly old yeah, enough Yeah, in May. And of course, she never drank when she was underage. No, I really oh. actually didn't. <laughs> I totally believe that. I really I do, do. Too. She is such... Oh. Except, for, except for when I went to Canada, and it's younger there, so... Oh my god. Sarah. I feel like a terrible person right now. <laughs> we all should feel like terrible people all the time. <laughs> I, oh, I, I do. I do. That's true. Yeah. I just need the podcast to remind me how That's terrible <laughs> I actually I can send you messages like once a day if you want. That would be fantastic. <laughs> hey, Nicole. You're, you're terrible. 
Like sticky note reminders. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> oh, what a helpful. Nobody you are so awful. Like, this is what feminist community building is all about. You suck. No, yeah. you suck. Are we supposed to stop calling each other like sluts and bitches? Well, that's about where we're at. Terrible Just people. Fancier words. We're supposed to stop. No, we're not. Oh. Oops. Oh. Mission not accomplished. <laughs> Shit, we're not very good at this game. <laughs> what are Back we to Candy Crush. <laughs> drinking? We're talking about drinking. Um, Is no. Sarah, are you drinking anything off, not interesting? Crush. Uh, Capri Sun. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> oh, oh, can we bring her a lollipop? <laughs> Chainsaw. So cute. I'm so happy to not be the youngest on the podcast anymore. Like, you you can come on anytime. <laughs> so are you calling Sam old because you're saying you're the youngest? Or? Yeah, no, I am. That's, <laughs> that's the word for word what I just said. I'm not the oldest. I'm not the oldest. Oh, snap. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Shut hmm. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did, did we cover everybody's drinks? Because y'all about to get cussed out. Um. I have beer. I have beer. What kind beer. of beer are you drinking? You know, I said cheap, shitty beer, so Coors Light. Yay. Ooh. That's about the only kind of cheap beer that I like. Well, no, uh, Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah. You go to Minnesota and drink the Michelob. Mm. I'm judging all y'all so hard right now. Well, you, okay, so it depends. Like, in the summer, like, I don't, there's nothing I love more than a microbrew IPA. Like, I live for it. But when you're out in the sun, in the lake, or on the pool, like, for 12 hours, you can't drink heavy IPAs unless you want to pass out. You got to drink a cool That's light. true. That's true. It's a different game. I, That's very true. And I am just as judgmental about that stuff, I imagine. But, but so... you can't. Just like you Are can't, like I love martinis, you can't be drinking martinis all day, you know? I, Why not? I didn't well, unless you want to fall asleep in like a... I'm not sitting in the sun, but I also ain't drinking that beer. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Meh. I'm just, it's, I'm just saying it has a time and a place. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely the mom who throws on her apron and makes a cocktail while she's cooking, so... Good. You know, I, I belong in like 1963, except I swear a lot and I'm an asshole. Uh, yeah, so you belong in 1963 just yeah, in like a man's exactly. body. Right. Yeah, I should just be Don Draper. Except he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a real asshole. The No, I think that it's all. there's always a time and a place for a good beer. Uh, if it makes me pass out in the sun, then by God, it's worth it. A- absolutely. Sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes you need to stay awake. Like, I'm on vacation with my family, and they're all throwing a party, and we start drinking at 9 o'clock in the morning. I need to keep, keep my wits about me so I don't miss out on all the family time. I guess that's true. So then I get a Bud Light with a beef stick in it. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I love my God. Are, I told him to get me a beer, and he brought me a beer, a Bud Light, with a beef stick sticking out of it. Yeah. Wow. Like, out of the mouthful. Can you adopt me? I know. It was so funny. I'm coming with you next year. You can very much. As, but you got to bring your A game to drink with my family they're they don't mess around girl ain't nothing but a game good good <laughs> you will enjoy it then she gotta have that a chance like to get her to get her, uh, her her drinking her drinking shoes back on after having that baby that's all right you probably can't bring the baby <laughs> that's okay i got a husband that's what right. it's for that's what it's for 
These are good things to know prior to marriage. <laughs> so, Indie Game of the Week? Indie Game, indie game of the Week. It. It's kind of dumb. It. This one will be quick. It's uh, it. $10 million. It's made by um, 88 Games LTD. Um, but basically, that's a one-person production company, Luca Redwood. Um, so this game, they, they claim it's a puzzle role-playing game, but it is not, okay? So what this game is, is you have a castle, which has about the graphics of a Minecraft castle. And you have these different doors, and you have to pay to open these different doors. But you have your first one for free, right? So you go into this game, or into this door, and you play a matching game like a Candy Crush, um, but you're, like, doing a um, platformer up at the top, and you're, like, running, and you'll, like, run into a person and stop. So you run into that person, and you have to match swords in order, in order to have a sword to, like, stab the person. And then you'll run into a chest, and you have to match, you know, four keys in order to open the chest. Oh, my God, this sounds fantastic. And... Um, <laughs> So it goes on and on like that. There's a bunch of different stuff. And then there's like bricks and logs that you match to build up your castle. And so like after you do this episode, once if you beat all the guys, you go back to your castle and the more bricks and stuff that you um, matched up, the more built up your castle will be. So then you gain points or whatever and you can unlock different doors with these different points. Okay. Super fun. A great drunk game. A great game to like just kill sometimes kind of like spelunky but not terrible um so gregor game here is the problem oh no you have to earn 10 million points in a single run in order to win so you can't quit you can't save you can't pause you have to do it in one run you can't die oh. Whatever, that's awesome. That's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard about. Oh my god, then you should buy it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it's this like, today. It's like four cents, so you can. I'm sure you'll be fine. Have but, you? Did you see the the Penny Arcade when when Puzzle Quest first came out, where they were like this dramatic like fight build up, and then the last panel is the guy sitting over the board, <laughs> like matching the stones. It's it's my favorite. That's what it well, is, though. Yeah, it's exactly. That's. That's this. Like, they actually took that idea, and they were like, no, we're going to make this no, make sense. No, we're totally going to do that, right? And it just came out, and oh, it came out in March. I'm what? in love. I'm looking at the website right now. I'm in love. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very interesting, but it's definitely not a puzzle role-playing game. It's like a puzzle platformer, maybe, but not even that. It's like a puzzle game and a platform game, half and half. It, did, did you, are you, is this an iOS game? Um, They... Let's see, they just came out with it on Steam and it was on another I played this. ahead of time. Yeah, I played this. Uh, let's see. That's a it dangerous, was on dangerous OS, game. OS, Linux, and Android. Uh, and iOS. Yep. yep. So, yep. Yeah, I played that game. That's crazy. That game? Yes. Yeah. It almost killed me. Well, this is what I'm going to be doing for the next week. Yeah, sorry, everybody. <laughs> sorry. Indie Game of the Week takes no prisoners, man. <laughs> Just kidding, it takes a lot of prisoners. <laughs> All right. So, that's my indie game of the week. Short and sweet. Woohoo! News! News! Oh, yeah, sound effects. The news. Um, <laughs> the news! Okay, so I this can be quick and dirty, too. Um, 
I don't know about quick and dirty. Well. Well. Hey. Um, <laughs> if any of you saw that amazing Grand Theft Auto V trailer that they showed with actual in-game gameplay. Yes, we did. Uh, it was the PS3 version. Which, again, for me, just kind of raised the whole, like... Really? Why do we need new consoles if our graphics are really mm-hmm. this good still? But mm-hmm. it is what it is. We're getting them. We have no choice anymore. Um, so that's kind of really cool. You should check that out if you haven't seen it. Because it looks amazing. The, like, f- right. like 10 seconds that they showed of multiplayer has me, like, peeing my pants excited for it. Nice. Uh, and so on that note, GameStop has officially halted all PS4 reserves because they have way too many of them. As so does Amazon. Those... Amazon did too? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So basically, if you wanted to pre-order one and you hadn't gotten on that train, you out of luck. Ain't gonna happen. So uh, now, see, and this is what I don't really know how I feel about. So, because Nintendo um, CEO or whatever you want to call him, I don't know what you call him, a wizard, a magician, Nintendo mm-hmm. magician, Shigeru Miyamoto is bored. So, he's working on a new Nintendo franchise, which could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Do we need a new Nintendo franchise? Like, can't we? You're asking the wrong question. Yeah. Do we need something from Miyamoto? The answer is always yes, we do. I mean, that's I agree. A, that's a very good point. <laughs> but can't we? I feel no, like there are done. a lot. There are a lot of games that they could do better with the franchises that are already there. But they keep trying. Like, how many freaking Tekkens and crap have they come out with? Right. And they're not doing it for them. And they keep reinventing Mario, which some of them I absolutely love, but it's still not doing. But a lot of them. I mean, but that's still their big money maker. I mean, Mario is still. But like, their money, but their piece of the pie and their money making keeps right, shrinking. Right. It is still their big money maker for sure. Yeah. But they can't keep so like their Mega Man's. Like they have like six billion Mega Man's. Yeah. It's not making enough money for them to be sustainable. Like, like if we could make. We, if, we, if we could make Metroid fantastic again, I'm in. Well, they made the new Metroid. It just wasn't that great. Yeah. What was the last new franchise? I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Oh, that's that a good question. Miyamoto, actually. Pikmin? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I bet the internet will tell me. Let's ask Google. I know. I was going to Google it, but if you're going to do it all. I'm on it. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Oh, Wikipedia. Y'all can keep talking while I look. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just go on to our next one, but it's a little bit sad, so I want to continue our... Uh... Uh-oh. What's sad? By the way, I was just able to put a pre-ordered PS4 into my cart on Amazon, so they may not have shut them down yet. Okay, good. So maybe you can get one. Or they may maybe it changed. But I just went and tested it just for, for shiggles. And uh 
said he did. He was working on the Luigi's Mansion for 3DS, but uh, that doesn't really count as new. What was the last? Yeah. The Luigi's. I got Luigi's Mansion actually. Did anybody else play that? I, I, I think Sam said she did, didn't she? Well, she he worked on Nintendogs. And that was more recent than Pikmin? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was she that really the last crazy. thing? The last new thing that he was directly involved in? Then fuck, yes. It is time. Okay, I'll agree with you there. I thought he was in on... I thought Pikmin was more recent. It, you know, it might be, but I'm know. looking... No, Pikmin is... No, Nintendogs was after. I'm oh. guessing... I don't know. Because Pikmin oh, was so... GameCube. The first one was GameCube. Oh, so it's called a remake. So not a new game. Maybe that's why it's not coming out. We yeah. Should. yeah. Either yeah. way, both the Nintendogs and Pikmin were some time ago. Right. So we need something new and, and cute. New and cute. Seems like it's just right for it, you know? Like, the social gamers are sort of primed and ready to maybe take that jump. The people who've been doing the Wii are sort of primed for it. Like, just seems like it's, like, the right spot for just this hard-hitting Nintendo-style graphics game. Before all the new... Because the, the Wii's got, oh, you can play indie games. You can play... You know, you don't need any, like, DRM stuff. You can do all sorts of stuff that the new Xbox and PS4 aren't going to allow you to do. So it seems like that would be sort of the prime place to do That's a good time to do it. Just please not any game that features Wario farting in me. I just... Wario's a terrible character. Yes, God. I have never been able to get into Wario. And I apologize, because my kid refuses to go to sleep, and it's just driving me nuts. Oh, we didn't even notice. Just kidding. (laughs) Thank you. Well, so there's that, Nintendo. Um, And then I know Sam shared this on her uh, Facebook page, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but Ryan Davis of Giant Bomb passed away. Yeah, that was really sad. That is really, really sad. Way too young. 34 years old. 34. And that was... I I thought he was older than that, so it was shocking to me to see that he was 34. But then I remembered that he was just... He was just getting married, wasn't he? He just got married, like, a week before he passed. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, he was was definitely younger than I originally thought. That's terrible. That was horrible. Yeah. It's been a... not been a busy week on the news front. Most people are still talking about Grand Theft Auto Five and all the new consoles, and I'm I'm getting sick of hearing about those. But that was pretty profoundly sad news. Sam, did you see the uh, argument Jeff Gerding and I got in on no, Facebook I about that. GTA Five? You did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were posting on it too. <laughs> I was trying not to be a total B. No, you were awesome because what he said was, Jeff, if you're out there and listening, I like you. You just got a great beard. He but... looks like a me from from the week. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He totally does. He's a great, <laughs> great guy. And his skin and his beard and everything is so perfect. He literally looks like oh, a fabulous. But yeah, the the whole idea obviously people weren't privy to this, um, was 
you know, people immediately wanted to cry a Grand Theft Auto game because, like, there's racism and it's awful and Grand Theft Auto sucks and it's problematic. And then Jeff was like, I don't give a shit because it's pretty. And Alex was like, hold the phone. Well. We have to give a shit. Right. It was, it was, say whatever you like about the content content of the Grand Theft Auto games. Right. That's not why I play them. The plot and the characters are always, you know, almost always secondary. Um, And... If anyone feels entitled to criticize or even write about the games at all, then you better play it first um, and give equal consideration to everything. Yes, the games are offensive, but they're also beautiful and engaging, and that's more important. So this last line, like, and I don't disagree with his sentiment at all. Like, I love Grand Theft Auto. We all play games that are incredibly deeply offensive, Fuck, I played the hell out of some Dead Island, which is awful. Sure. Like, a violent, offensive, homophobic, racist, sexist. We play those games all the time. But we deal with them by doing this podcast and talking about them. And then theoretically, if enough people get talking about them, the next version will be better and the next version will be better. And eventually, you know, it will be, we'll have other things to talk about, right? So, um. And not all of us are able to play those games. Right. Right, because... You, you, everybody remembers the one game that everybody loved last year, I couldn't play. And and I actually, that, that's why I thought you might have seen it, because I tagged you yeah, in it. You, she mentioned that. Yeah, I tagged you in it. I said, I said, um, well, the, argue, the argument went on for a while, and my, my beef with it was the line, yes, the games are offensive, but they're also beautiful, engaging, and that's more important. Like, that's the that's more important is really a problem because you can't say, well, it's more important to be beautiful or recognize the beauty than to make a game yeah. not racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, whatever. Um, so you really can't say it's all right. It's all right if it's homophobic as long as it's a pretty game. You, It's okay that it's racist as long as it's a good game mechanics. Like that's not, you can't make that value judgment, right? Mm-hmm. It's, right. Especially when yeah. you're a graduate student, like that's totally appropriate. And of course, he was like, "Ah, that's not what I'm trying to say." Which I get. <laughs> I know Jeff, and he's freaking wonderful. So I know that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. But I feel like it was so great that he posted that because that sentiment, I think, sort of echoes throughout a lot of people who play games. And yes. I always, and I think I even feel that pull sometimes towards being like, "Yeah, it's offensive." Yeah, but, there's the sexist part, but there's so there, there's a ton going on that we need to talk about too. And I think that's the same. I think that's the whole reason for this podcast. You know? Yeah, I agree. Like, we never are like, well, that game's sexist. We're not. We, I mean, we did a 45-minute fucking video on Chainsaw Lollipop, <laughs> for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. And it was we're, fantastic. Thank was, you very much. And it was much. kind of fantastic. So we're willing to look at the, like, complicated issues. But anyway, we, I talked about um, Patty talking about how the Harry Potter series was racist because they put almost all of the... Um, minorities in Slytherin, which was like a really difficult thing for me to hear at the time because I didn't want it to be racist, but it was. And that didn't make me love the movie less. It just made me think a little more critically about how race was playing out in the movie and it made me talk about it. And then I gave discuss that later because I Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We can put a pin in that. Don't know that it pans out. And then the uh and then what I said was we talked about it a little bit longer and then I said, well lots of people have different tolerance for things. And then I gave the example of you who played Red Dead that liter- and then you couldn't literally couldn't play the game anymore because you found something that was so offensive that it made you sick. But then Emily never even noticed that happened. I never even noticed that happened. But you, so there's not like it's a, the, the, the discussion was whether offensive equals bad 
not offensive equals good. And it's not about that. P- different people have different tolerances for certain things happening. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's I, like I, I, I had to turn off Remember Me. Wrong in it. <laughs> if you didn't get that. Whoops. No, and I didn't have any desire to go back to Remember Me for such a small, small thing. But it just made me so angry that I was just like, I am not going to, I'm not going to put myself in that space right now. It's just a small thing, but we have different tolerance levels and different triggers on different games. hundred percent. Right. You know, yeah. but the problem is the, the real underlying problem is these issues are rampant Yeah. and no one's fixing them. It's not one. It's not like, it's not, it's a, that a, there's a problem that you could beat hookers to death and then steal their money and grand theft auto. Like that in and of itself is not the problem. The problem is the, it's what it's representative of, and it's the, the lack of women in the gaming industry, and it's the actual real women who are getting sexually assaulted and sexually abused, and like all of these, these thousands of things that are happening sort of below the surface of that one instance. I think. This uh, is a yeah, fantastic totally segue into talking about Remember Me. Does anyone else like? No, did I just interrupt that and ruin it? No, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we. Can, I mean, no. I, I feel like we're we can kind of. I didn't say it, yet, so because we're touching on points that really pissed Who me is off about that cardboard? game. What was the stop. what was the one issue you had the most problem with? Her Which and her Ellie. Oh. No, that's that's the la- that's Nylon. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Nylon, right? Nylon, yeah. Nylon, Nylon, yeah. Nylon, um, first of all, I was all excited. You know, it looked like a good game. I have a lot of issues with the mechanics and the level designs because they were beautiful but extremely limited. But the thing that made me very angry, and I think that Sam, as you maybe got deeper into this game, or maybe you already thought this about it, was that they gave us this like female character and I was all pumped for her to be the protagonist and be the strong woman. But we already talked about how, you know, I mean, her, her butt is literally in your face all the time. Uh, There's no getting that, away it, from it. it. It is so jello. It's so animated. It's jiggly. It's, it's overly animated. Jiggle mechanics. Yeah. How and much money did they spend on the, the ass physics? On just that. <laughs> Fixing the mechanics. But the biggest thing for me was that she had no identity and right. she was listening to a man to tell her who she was. A man that she didn't even know. And she didn't even know why she was listening to him. She she just was. And and as you get further in, she quite she actually starts to question this herself. But it's it's that from the very beginning, that's how you set up her character. That I was sitting back and I was like, you know what? She she doesn't. It's like an underlying like theme that I can't. You can't just ignore that and be like, oh well, maybe she recovers from it as the game progresses, which I'm sure with the predictable storyline that she does, but not enough to make you forget that first thought of her is not having an identity, following this this man blindlessly, you know, into the void of whatever it is that he's doing and his agenda. How, like, willing are you guys to spoilers? <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Let me... First off, somebody's rubbing their mic and that's driving me nuts. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I can not it. it, too. <laughs> so, just be aware. Second thing is, 
is that it's almost the same kind of thing that happened. Remember, we I talked about this and I even posted about it when the when the trailer for Transist Supergiant Games Transistor came out. Cause yeah. Because the protagonist, the the female protagonist doesn't have, she's lost her, she's had her memories taken away. She has not lost her memories. She is robbed of her memories, mm-hmm. right? And she, you know, the male voice of Transistor, which is the weapon, uh, is kind of, was kind of guiding her. But then the kind of redeeming thing is that, that immediately, right, kind of after she gets her bearings, she goes completely counter to what the male voice is telling her to do. Right. And it's something that happens immediately and it doesn't give you enough time, really. It gives you time to think about it, but to get pissed off and quit. (laughs) Right, Um, right. Which is different, right? Because I really wanted this game to be good. I'm always looking for strong female protagonists. How many crappy games have I played, pre-ordered, complained about because I wanted a strong female protagonist and I'm buying them kind of off the cuff one because I want to show my support for any company that's giving me female protagonists sure right but then be, then end up pissed off because of what they actually give me um and I had that same feeling with her right is that it, it was it was really like I was like really there's this guy who just kind of you know says okay here's who I am you got to believe me Right. <laughs> um, you know, you need to go this place, this place, this place. And everywhere he's leading her, she's leading her and getting her ass kicked over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and it's just it was just really, really problematic for me. And he's questionable from the very beginning, like from the moment that he has her escape. I was like, who is this dude? Why is he having me do these things? Why did he just blow something up? Like, why am I doing it? Like, I just immediately questioned him. And she's even, when he first starts directing her, she's in this, like, drunken state of not knowing who she is. And he just takes her over. And it was just, it just hit a button with me that I was like, that was some sort of, like, it alluded to other things for me. And it was weird because. Okay. Well, I think along, I think along those lines, the problem is that also it yeah she like questions it in those little like cutscenes before the levels, but then she never really does anything about it though. She just keeps going on with it. I guess. So it really doesn't resolve. And itself. she no and I, I that was how one of the questions like how open are you guys to spoilers about it? So, but yeah. But I'm, it, it I'm just, pretty open this. I'm a pretty open this. I, I read a bunch of articles about it so that you guys didn't have to hold back on my account. So okay, are you sure? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> go, go, for okay. go for it. There's something well, I want to say before we finish this up. Okay. Do you want me to do that first? Or do you want me to wait? Oh, oh, you can go ahead. Well, it's just that this discussion that you're having makes me go back and look at those interviews with the creator in a different light, because if you're talking about this this woman who has had her identity stripped and is following a man and listening to this man in order to regain her identity. And that's the path she's taking. It makes those statements about how this character had to be female a little troubling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very troubling. Good point. Why couldn't it be a male character? Yeah. 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 Why couldn't it have been? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That's along the same it lines of why so did Master Chief have to be raped for his coming of age story? Yeah. 
It right. sounds so good when he's talking about it in interviews before we play it like, oh, yeah, it has to be a female character. There's something inherent in the story. And now that we're discovering what that story is, it's like, oh, yeah, that's not really heartening anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Thanks. Yeah. Which is weird because there's also a lot of other female uh, non-player characters in it, too. Which I thought was, I thought that that was kind of nice because it was like, they were, even if they weren't really discussed much, there was... Um, like the the main architect who like designed most of the city that's mentioned and you have to steal one of her like get the codes from her or something in one of the missions and then um the like prison head prison lady is the dam or whatever yeah and then um oh there was one more oh and then oh yes spoilers but then her mom is uh the person who was who created the company the memory company basically that makes sense in yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it was like there were so many like just female characters that were just scattered all through the game and I was I was personally impressed by that because they it was nice because they were also like the head of corporations and like CEOs and stuff. So that was nice. But evil corporations. But then, yeah. Well, not <laughs> all of them were evil though. Villainous. Not all of them were evil though. There was the 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 architect lady was just kind of doing her own thing, I think. <laughs> But okay. yeah, there was. Yeah. But that's another thing too, though. She served no purpose other than for us to strip her of useful information. That's that was true. literally her entire purpose was yeah. let us take this one little bit from you, and that's all you were worth the entire time. Like they build her up as like, oh, this. I thought I was gonna have to fight her to be totally honest, and then you just sneak behind her in a window and you steal her memory, and you're like, done. Yeah. Walk it away. Like, wash my hands of that one. That's the other thing that I think is somewhat problematic, you know, after reading more about it, since I I didn't want to engage with the jiggling ass, (laughs) is that they reduced so much of the combat. Yeah. And made it less violent. And now that we're just, yeah, now that we're discussing this idea of, of how necessary it was to have a female protagonist, like how much of that is linked is any of it linked? Is it all linked? Like, can a woman in a beat em up again? It's supposed to be a beat em up. Yeah. Not get out there and like kick all the ass. Okay, let me let me let, let, let's stop for a second because remember we had two questions and we're oh, we're answering these questions, but I want to get the questions out there so we can kind of tailor to them. We had two yeah. questions, email questions specifically about remember me, right? Um, the first came from Opaline, which who we've heard from before. Thanks for sending us another question. Um, I know I love Opaline. So she says, hello, I just finished listening to episode 53, the Laura Clark Croft episode of your podcast. I'm a, I'm behind a few episodes um, and was wondering if you did intend to do an episode on Remember Me. Uh, if you do, I would be very interested to hear your thoughts on on Nyland uh, or Neelan, whatever her name is, as opposed to Laura, because I can't remember how she pronounced it, uh, as opposed to Laura. Personally, I think Nyland is way more awesome. So I'd really love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, if you do play the game, thanks either way. Love listening to your podcast. Cheers, Opaline. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna say one thing, and and you all remember this. I was not a huge fan of the early Laura Croft, early in right. the game, right? Laura Croft, when the game ends, for me, Laura Croft is the Laura Croft she should have been at the beginning of the game. So that being said, so it's kind of a it's kind of a a, a hard question for me to answer. Um, because yeah, neither one of them is exactly what I wanted. Um, but what do you guys think? I didn't 
actually I haven't actually played the the new Tomb Raider, but so I can't really compare. Oh, but I think sake. one of the one of yeah I know I uh, I have a long stack of games that I have to catch up on. But <laughs> I think that Kinda one of the boring. problems was that I don't know she just didn't there wasn't any really motivation behind why she was doing this, and I was kind of waiting for some reason as to why she got involved with the organization at all, and that just really never came. And so I was a little confused by that. And so I I think that what was disappointing was that she she seemed like she could be like really cool character and have a lot of potential and everything. But then as I was just really thinking about it, it was like she didn't really have any reason to be doing this. And then she questioned um, why, you know, what Edge was doing, including like the blowing up of the dam, but yet she still decided to go along with him um, like until the very end. And it was just sort of muddled in that regard. Yeah. And I, I definitely, I mean, the new Lara had her own problems to begin with, but much less than Dylan has. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. By far. <laughs> well, and she gets her memories back and she doesn't really change at all. So that was kind of iffy as well. I am really glad I didn't finish this game. I am so psyched to, t- to return it. I-, I was actually excited to say that on this. I I have never traded a game in in my life. What? And this is one I, I am so excited to trade in. <laughs> Not by choice. Not by choice. My ex, when I moved out of the apartment, I forgot some games. He traded in a bunch of my games for cash. So, not well, by choice, I haven't. Yeah, but, um... It's pretty so, awful. That's low, man. Go after girls' low. games. Go after girls' <laughs> games. Oh, trust me, there was, there was hell to be paid for that. But well. I definitely don't... I don't... I don't see her as a strong female character. I see her as a as a, a an attempted strong female character. Like Capcom was really giving it their best, but they just Capcom have no doesn't good... have a great yeah. They don't have a good history. Yeah, or... to begin with, it's not like it's like oh, these six dudes thought this chick character would be awesome. Like maybe you should diversify a little bit. Capcom. But but it wasn't Capcom. It was this this guy uh, Maurice. I don't know. He's French. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had to stop taking French Capcom because my accent was atrocious. Yeah, yeah, Capcom, Capcom published it, but it was. But this guy was very much the creative force yeah, behind the right. game. Right. Not it's their first game. Yeah. And and he said a lot of things. Like I said before, the context of the game itself sounded really interesting. Like he's all, why do games always have to feature like straight white male dudes? You know, why do we? Why can't we expand? our horizons on and ideas on what a protagonist can be. Why, why do we be think weak that women too? Yeah. yeah. Why do we think that, that only this certain audience or the people buying games, like the actual data doesn't support that and yet we keep catering to those people. That's so much worse. It's so much yeah. worse than just making the game with the straight white male protagonist to then make one that's just as detrimental to women but pretend like you're doing it in favor of them. Right. Yeah. God, God, that dress me nuts. Me wonder, I, I don't. I don't want to. Wonder at what point it it stopped being that. You know what I mean? Like maybe that was his original intention, and then at some point, like Capcom got involved, and 
Remember, this was a struggle, like to get this game made the way yes. he wanted it yes. made, yeah. and we don't know how much he had to give up. I also don't want to say like let's invite him to talk about it on the podcast. Would love you it, <gasps> I, but I also don't want to say that this guy like is some sort of like evil dictator rubbing his hands together, like I will strip the agency of females in my game. It will be awesome. Well, what it is is it's a it's a surfacing of the implicit issues and been like. Oh, right. we need women protagonists. Women are like X. We'll portray them like they exactly. are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a sad fact that a lot of men just don't realize what they're doing. Just like before we started recording, I was oh, talking sure. about discussing uh, the issues of female gamers on NeoGAF with people who like just don't understand that they're continuing to perpetuate an idea. And I struggle with this with my husband. You know, God bless him. I love him. Sometimes I have to sit him down and very carefully explain, like, no. You can't just say stereotypes are okay because sometimes they're based on fact. Sure. And you have, I, I, like, that conversation has to happen. You yeah, know? Right. Yeah. Right. People need to hear that. You can't just be like, well, I'll never talk to you again because you said something offensive. Like, that conversation needs to happen over and over and over again. And I hope that, that we're not the only people saying this and that it gets back to this guy. And if he really does want to be progressive and try to make games that expand the idea of what a protagonist is and what they can do and who they can be, that he listens and he's like, oh, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to be, like, real down on women. Yeah, like, I had, you had good intentions, dude, but it didn't work out. Or, like, let's talk about the stuff you face trying to make a strong female character. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That would be interesting. That'd be really interesting. You know what else was, this is kind of off topic, but I don't want to skip out on this because one of the things in most of the reviews that I saw of the game that people liked the most were the remixes. And I don't know if you guys read about those or played that part, but literally you, you like rape this woman's memory. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Really? To use it against her as in, so you, you basically hook into a memory so she says something like, this is for you, and says her husband's name. And so Nillen has the opportunity to go into the memory that she's immediately thinking of and change it so that she is on her their side, like she's fighting for them now, whereas she was originally trying to capture Nillen and take her back to Sensen. So she goes in and makes it so she thinks that her husband was killed by Sensen, even though he wasn't. And so now this woman is fighting for for and with Nillen. Except you only see her like one more time after that. Right. And she just she flies the anymore. helicopter. But wow. but you literally go into her memories and change them so that she will fight for you. And it, it doesn't get any better with any of the other ones. And they always they not all the time, but they do revolve around um, convincing someone that they've like killed the other person. There's a one, um, you remix this one guy's memory, and um, in the memory, he is, like, he's drunk, and he's, like, fiddling with his gun, and you remix it so that he accidentally shoots his girlfriend, and then um, in the other one, you're remixing your Nillan's mother's memories, where um, she, like, blames the crap, like, they get in a car accident, and she blames the car accident on her daughter because she was, like, bugging her and taking her attention away, and you can, you remix it, and you make it seem like she was, like, you place the fault on her, basically, to, like, change her attitude about Nillen, and, um, and then in the last one, you remix, um, her father, who is, uh, the guy who actually came up with all the, 
remixing of memories technology and you make him and and in the game in the context of the game he has like remixed his daughter's met like when she was still a toddler he remixes her memory so she doesn't think that um her mother hates her so but so you remix him remixing her memories to make him think that he has like killed his daughter in the memories and then it like actually kills his daughter in reality as well so it's like very uh <laughs> violent in that sort of regard too yeah I, I don't know i want a good damn character let me just say that yeah again you know and again I want? and again to be honest <laughs> I, I want i, I i'm gonna as a fiction writer i'm sure that like the lord of fiction writers is about to strike me down I want games to stop layering on story until they can get story right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Then you fucking do. That's. I, I mean, I, they can do it soon. <laughs> you know, it's just there's so many troubling games. Where, like they try real hard, but there's something really awful, just inherent in the narrative. And this is why I keep coming back to games where like the story's really thin, like state of decay where there's stuff happening but mostly it's like an excuse to put in a bunch of easter eggs from all the really awesome zombie media ever and because there's not an overarching story you can sort of create your own with these characters and the 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 people that you build the community that you build and roll with it that way so there's not a lot of of underlying issues that you have to either accept or ignore in order to enjoy the game. So you're not like secretly pissed off while you're playing. Like this would be so good if I wasn't really mad about X right now. But some games get story right. Yeah. Very few. The Walking Dead. I have to say, as a writer too, I'd like to see I'd like to see story become more prominent. But yeah, also if it if they're doing it right and finding a nice mixture between story and gameplay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. When I get a game that has a really good story, I'm so happy. I'm just yeah. like, oh, what is this? It's amazing. It's like like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Let's think about, think, let's think about games that have had the best story. Walking Dead had Walking great Dead. story. Longest Journey had great story. Um, mm-hmm. God, what else? I'm going to have a dissenting like- opinion with Walking Dead, though. It did have a great story, but the gameplay... It was like press oh, yeah. X every ten minutes, and then oh. okay, press we're not X really talking quickly. about gameplay. We're talking about story. But I'm saying if, if like oh, Sarah said, can, a I mix of gameplay you, yeah. and narrative. I think yeah. in order for for a game to really be successful, it it can't really necessarily rely on story as much as I would like it to, and I think it would it does also require a strong uh, gameplay mechanic to boost that up as well. Okay, I think a really good example is if you look at Fallout 3, right? Where, like, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of story, but there could... I I felt there could have been more story because what was there was really interesting, and I got really into it, Mm -hmm. and I wanted more. I didn't feel like it it would get in the way. I feel like in a lot of games it gets in the way when there's a lot of story because they don't handle it very well. They don't create a good balance. Uh, you know, you're sitting through these cut scenes and you're like, I don't really care what's going on because I don't have a connection to these people. Like, there's right. pretty pictures on my screen, whatever. Uh, or you end up doing a lot of fetch quests. I fucking hate fetch What about quests. Kingdoms Amalar? I didn't um, play that. My husband played that. Kingdoms had an overwhelming amount of lore 
like there was a lot of lore insane amount of lore oh, okay all right that's fair i think that's fair Too what about okami i loved okami i didn't okami's play good. that okami's good yeah it um, is good but i guess everyone's levels of what they think are good and not good are gonna be different that's yeah right it's true but i think that what a lot of people can't agree on is that there are very few games that have ever mastered like a good story along with good gameplay. Like it's really, it's really hard for us to even come up with a short list right here in this yeah, podcast. No, we're, Mass we're Effect. Struggling. Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say Mass Effect, except until the ending. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, where are we going to draw the line on that? The ending didn't bother me. No, well, it was I was on the edge. <laughs> You've also got though Mass Effect that was promoted like your choices really matter. And do. yet, they don't. To an well, extent, they do. To I mean, some. I love, I love Mass Effect. You could, you could. I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, I'm not saying bad things about Mass Effect <laughs> because I put a lot of time of my life into Mass Effect. I spent a lot of time in that universe. But is it a really strong narrative? See, for me, the Pepsi challenge comes like, would I rather play this game than read a really good book? Hmm. And it's it's hard for me to ever say. Those are yeah, two totally different game. media for me, so I can't even ask that question. It's true, but but, but there should be a level of immersion. Like if you're not right. as immersed in a game as you are in a book. But we're talking about evaluating only story here, right? Like there has to be something that draws me through that story. Well, there's a level of interactivity that that is what keeps you engaged with the story. So theoretically, it should be more immersive inherently. Exactly. I should want to play the games even more because I also get the game aspect and a really awesome story. So I should be like, fuck yeah, I want to play this. Forget all these thousands of books in my house. And that's how I felt about The Walking Dead, though I agree that there are moments when I'm like, really, there's no reason for me to be pushing buttons right now because come on. It doesn't affect anything that's going to happen. Well, do you guys have games where the story is why you kept playing? Like, I really like think... I play, I liked Heavy Rain. Like, that was one that I kept playing because of the story, and I didn't like the gameplay. But it was like a book where I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because it's also kind of, like, murder mystery-ish, so then it's... Yeah, the murder mystery ones always get me, like... You want to figure it out. <laughs> well, that's, see, that's what's, that's what's, that's amusing to me, Alex Lane, because how can you talk about the gameplay in Walking Dead and you, and, and, the, and uh, Heavy Rain kept you going? I was saying the gameplay was terrible in Heavy Rain. So it was the story that kept me going. It was the story in Walking Dead that kept me going, too. But the gameplay in both of them, I thought, were weak. You guys will laugh ever... at me. Catherine. The story kept me going in Catherine. Oh, Catherine was awesome. <laughs> I hated that game. I know you did, Sam. That's a good example. <laughs> the story was the only reason I played that game. Yeah. Those stupid puzzles. The puzzles got really annoying. Punch people in the face. <laughs> but it was that stupid story. And I hate those kind of stories. But for whatever reason, that game got me. Just got just Sucked me in. Okay. I will say I cared a little bit about the story. I'm not going to say a lot. Like, I was so, like, I have to know what's going to happen. I cared enough about the story in Dishonored that I was actually engaged with it. Sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. I think that was one of the pulls of that game when it came out, though. Definitely. And and what you did in that did make an effect on the city. Yeah. Uh, So it changed some aspects of that, and you felt like you actually had a living, breathing presence there, and what you did mattered. So I liked that, and I, I actually cared. Of, like, I have to get in and save this girl because well, it's important. I, 
I think that it was kind of like that for me in Mass Effect, but I think I was more drawn to the characters than and their specific plot lines than like the overarching sort of like Save the Galaxy theme. Because then it was like I cared about the characters and I wanted to figure out the characters even more and I wanted to make sure that not a single one of them died at the end. So... Mm. Yeah. I wanted those Reapers to be You dead. played more Dishonored than anyone, Sam. What do you think? I don't know. I played a fucking lot of Dishonored. I played a lot I was of gonna Dishonored. I say, too. I played a crap ton of Dishonored. Well, I played at least... At least well, uh, as much as anybody else. Well, I well I played what what was it sixteen hours straight at one point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're selling yourself a little short. Yeah, I probably am. You, I bet it was at least twenty hours of that marathon straight. Because we did the twenty four hour gaming no marathon. You played oh, Dishonored the right. whole time. Yep. Almost the whole time, except for Dixit and a couple of raids. Okay, Alex Lane, if you ain't raiding, I'm gonna break your fingers off. Um, <laughs> if I'm not what <laughs> raiding. Raking? Rating. 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 Rating what? Rating. In the wow. I'm not oh, rating. Because wow. all we hear is click, click, click. <laughs> I'm not playing at all. Whose mouth is that? Somebody's busted. <laughs> all right. I was going to say, I'm not rating. I'm, I'm literally not doing mouse. anything. <laughs> I have a laptop. There is no mouse. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> what me? I definitely have a mouse, but... I guess between just like looking at the episode notes and the Facebook chat we got going. Okay. All right. I thought I was I was pretty sure you had to be raiding. Uh, no, I don't raid. Maybe me because I'm playing Animal Crossing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. All right. I was clicking to mute a couple times because my dogs are fighting. So oh, okay. that that might have been what we heard then. Yeah. But okay, so oh god, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Okay, but I want to address the the last um, email that we have, um, and it's from Damian Bosman. Hi, Damian. He says hi. Uh, just wanted to say that we love your podcast. My wife and I really enjoy listening. Hello, Damian's wife. I wish I knew your name. Um, as a male <laughs> with a with a billion privileges, I really find it educational, and it helps me examine those privileges. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, I was just wondering if pretty you cool had, attitude. That is, I was just wondering if you had considered doing regular reviews on your site for new game releases. Even just short reviews would be great. I would find it very helpful in deciding which games to purchase, especially games uh, where I'm really struggling to decide. For example, remember me. Well. Now you know. Um, I hope you haven't already bought it. Um, I find most video game review sites don't address key issues such as gender, sexuality, race representations. It would be great to know which games have good stories and good representations of women before purchasing. Thanks and keep up the good work and assign Damien. Um, so we've done game reviews sporadically on here. We have. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I would love to if I didn't have to purchase all the games with my own. Right. Yeah. Attention, game companies, please send us all your games. But, like, for a while, indie companies were giving us copies for free to review. Yeah, and Remember? we did. And Maybe we did, and reviewed them. Maybe they what didn't like that? our reviews. <laughs> I want to be a part of that. Maybe, like, I mean, we could do a once-a-month 
review, but it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do it before they come out because I don't think we're big enough that they give us a free copy. No. So it'd have to be like right when a game comes out. Yeah, I've actually been thinking about this, believe it or not, even before this email came in. There used to be, does anybody remember the blog that was Games for Lunch? Uh-uh. There, oh. do you, does anybody remember Games for Lunch? There's a Vaguely. guy. Vaguely. Vaguely. Let me see if I can Google him real quick and find his name so I don't have to call him this guy. Whoopsie. Excuse my Animal Crossing music. <laughs> I was moving it. Um, what he was- oh my God, you know what I was doing? I was checking my gourmet ranch. That's what it was. Sorry, that clicking was me. <laughs> You're fine. I just realized it. Guilty. Um, so what he did was, he it was this blog called Kyle Orland. Um, and he may still be doing them. He started doing them in, uh, he's, he started doing them yeah. a long time ago, like in the late 90s. Um, but he would play each game for an hour. Yeah. Right. And then write a one hour review, a, a review of that first hour. I mean, and it's pretty easy to tell because, I mean, to be perfectly honest, you decide in that first hour of gameplay whether or not you're going to keep playing a game. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um, so maybe it would be interesting because we've talked about doing game reviews. So maybe what it would be interesting to do is to, to, to kind of start assigning randomly to folks. Yeah. Um, why don't we do like one a week? So everyone, so everyone, one hour review. Yeah. Yeah. It does a one hour yeah. review once a week each month because every week new games come out and like, like I love doing indie games. So that'd be great. You love commercial off the shelf, triple A games, Sam. So you could pick one of those and play. And you have Gamefly, too, so that would help. They don't ship to me, so. Yeah, I was going to say, if we were to do that, I would have to start doing Gamefly or store-borrow the crap out of some games, which but, I can but, do. Like, <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't have month. to do one every, every, every week. You would do one, because there are one five of us, one every five weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So that, that would be totally, you buy that anyway. And A one-hour review would seem totally doable. Yeah, I'd do it. Well, there we go. A lot of fun because there's a lot of. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) I think so too. A one-hour review. We have to think of what we would call it. That would be really kind of uh, fun. Yeah, Yeah, because we can't steal. We can't steal Kyle's because he was connected to Joystick when I was, and he would probably come and kick my ass. Oh, see. That's fair. We'll think of something catchy. (laughs) Well, you can always tell him that we stole his idea um, of of the one-hour game. We could do like a. We were inspired by. We were inspired by. I could. I know. I used to love games for lunch. In fact, I think he's still doing them somewhere. See, he, he joined he's at Ars Technica now. I think. He's at what? Ars Technica. See, we'll have. I'll have to find. He's at Ars Technica. You need to have him talk to Michael Arrington. I think he writes for Ars Technica too. And that guy is a D. <laughs> So it was like, more women dude. in tech stop blaming them, or less, not enough women in tech stop blaming the dudes. He's awful. Nice. Arrington was like the guy at Ars Technica. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's the guy at a lot of places because he's the guy. Because he's the guy. Oh my god, I'm sorry. My Like, my entire chapter of my dissertation is, like, devoted to just ripping every part of his being apart. I'd love you to come on sometime, Michael Arrington, and you and I can just fucking have it out. Not that you care what I say, because I have a vagina, but 
I do exist. Contrary <laughs> oh, but but ours Technica's PR people are ladies because ladies are good at PR. Well, That's everybody you can, everybody's PR PR people are ladies. Yeah. Of course. So maybe their you can PR talk to them. Managers and their HR resources people. Right. Maybe you can talk to them and get him on with us. Yeah, I doubt that. You, yeah, <laughs> no, certainly not we can me. Try. We've we we have gotten people on before that we never thought we were gonna get. That's for sure. On. Speaking of which, we need to get Megan Marie back on here to talk about oh, yeah, Tomb post, Raider. Post Tomb Raider. Yeah, we do. She just got back from vacation. I will hit her up. You guys hear my crazy ass dogs in the background? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I do. What happened while well, I was on the podcast? I disappeared for a little bit. I don't know if anybody noticed, but. Um, I like was running to do something quick, grab a drink, and I found this piece of pink plastic on the ground, like all chewed up. I'm like, what the heck? So I come back in my office, I'm chilling, and I just hear like munch, 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 munch. Like, oh dear God! I go out, and they have eaten a pair of my sandals. Like, oh no! Like two. Tell there's like this tiny little piece left of one, and then like half of the other one, and I can't find any of the pieces anywhere. They and split I, it. Freaking out! Like, if you these sandals, are they in your belly, or at least they split them? They shared, but that's what yeah, they're probably doing right now. Nice. They probably found an extra piece of the sandal and they're fighting over. They played nice for once. No, they're not. Do you hear them? They're not playing nice. They're trying to murder each other's faces off. So adorable. It's almost like I exposed them to Left for Dead mm-hmm. a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was really well played. Shy. No, that was that was really good. Like I, I played your cleverness there. Yeah. Apparently, just she remember. Was. Apparently, according to a random person who can't leave their name, I'm a bad parent. Their name is No. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I did you see my response to them? I did, and I also responded. Oh, I'm hoping that so. they respond. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping okay. we can have a dialogue with No about my parenting and well, the like child that, that they've never met. Like that's you wrote that knowing it would be controversial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But that and that's awesome, and that's awesome that people feel comfortable enough on the site to post contrary, contradictory things, which yeah, is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, I, like you just said, I I knew that there would be somebody who'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? How can you possibly let your five year old kill?" Your knee reaction to that is not good, and that's fine. But, but the, you need to be able to have a dialogue about it, not just be like blah blah blah. blah but the funny blah, thing blah. is, is you thought it was going to be me. <laughs> Well, because you said it was going to be you. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying, that was word for word what you said. <laughs> and, and as yeah. I was writing, I was like, I'm going to pre-argue Sam, and Sam's going to say some things, and this is what I'm going to say back. And now I don't have to say it back, because I've already said it. <laughs> yeah, you mentally prepped her to give you a good response. Hey, call me kind. Yeah, she does <laughs> what she can. <laughs> oh, dear, we should probably get on with this. Yes, yes, we should. Um, we so should. we we will chat. Uh, Damien, thank you for the suggestion. Um, it kind of lights a fire under our asses to do something that I was already thinking about bringing to the, bringing to folks. We've been bringing features in more and more, kind of one by one, sure. um, like the gaming with your kids thing. For for a while, it was just me, and now that there's somebody else with kids, hey, someone else can do gaming with your kids. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, we need controversially. Of controversially, yes. Can uh, someone else write my dissertation with me? Because then no, you can post on that. That's, that's oh, not word. Um, yep. So yeah, we'll we'll chat more about kinds of features that we're gonna have as we start to expand the offerings at Not Your Mama's Gamers. Now that we have a, a larger staff of awesome writers, thank you, ladies. 
Thank you. <laughs> so we'll chat more about that. Thank you for suggestions. We always welcome suggestions from folks. And speaking of welcoming suggestions for folks, if you want to send us suggestions, you can always email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. Um, and we take we take email, we take voicemail, we take video mail, and we respond in kind. Uh, or, or on the podcast. Why? Because we love you. Um, and like as we said, we also welcome... We also welcome folks who are a little bit controversial, albeit respectful. Um, if you're an ass, we will ignore you or we'll be an ass in kind. So, hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> keep that in mind. <laughs> That's fair, though. We like controversy. Uh, you can follow and us. Some of us like being an ass. Yes, yes, <laughs> some of us do. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at at NYM Gamer. And of course, you can like us on Facebook, Not Your Mama's a Gamer, uh, where we post interesting stuff and try to start conversations as well. There's lots of fun stuff going on there. Um, and always, 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 now that we are posting five days a week, wow, um, come check out the blog at nymgamer.com. Right? <laughs> I'm like, is that <laughs> it's been a long day. And I did Too have a very sneaky large sneaky sneaky. <laughs> you saw that glass, and right? Forthcoming to the blog, nymgamer.com slash sneaky sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> the dedication page to the sneaky sneaky. Um, yeah, so you know, send us whatever you got. We'd be happy to we'd be happy to respond. Um so, without further ado, thank you for joining us for the 58th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Uh, we look forward to you joining us for the 59th episode. So, until episode 59, folks, stay cool, stay dry, because it's humid as shit. And as always, game on. Game on!